there's like laughter and tears and and everything in just combined in here. Texas weather. Why am I nervous? I have no idea. <clears throat> Are you feeling good? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm not nervous. I'm just like I think it's gonna be a emotional roller coaster this episode. So yeah. Alrighty, you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Con el favor de Dios, here we go in three, <laughs> two, Let's roll. one. This episode of Red Seed is brought to you by Red Lifestyle Apparel. Rebuild, evolve, destroy. Check us out at redlifestyleapparel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Seat Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4, called The Unseen. My name is Jazzy, and I'm your host. I don't know why I'm feeling a little too nervous with this episode. If it's, it's always keeping it raw and real here at the Red Seat, but this comes in with a little extra heavy heart. Um, everything's good. Everything's fine. A lot of um, unseen stuff, a lot of the unknown, but we're here. And by we, I say Manny. The owner and founder of Red Lifestyle Apparel. Yo. How's it going? Good. A lot better now. <laughs> yeah. A lot better now. Yes. I, um, we decided to do this episode. By the way, happy and blessed Friday, y'all. We we made it. We yeah, made it to Friday. Yeah. Thank yeah. the Lord. Happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday. <laughs> I would sing, but we'd probably lose a lot, a lot of uh, listeners. It is. I ch- yeah. Actually, with so much going on this, this week, I... The last thing on my mind was today, my birthday. Mm-hmm. So um, just, yeah, this kicking off this birthday, this new birth year. I would say a new birth year for everyone uh, kicking it off with, with this episode. Just, you know, what I love and my passion to speak to everybody listening out there and, and share with them, you know, here in the red seat and, and just sharing with people what, what we go through and bringing people in here. But this time around, we didn't bring, we didn't bring a business owner well, actually, we did because it's yourself, Manny. <laughs> but you know, we didn't bring a special guest. Right? That sounds right, ugly. Yeah. You are a special guest today. Yeah. No, right. I've been called worse. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I am going to give as much details as possible with this episode to keep you guys, um, not lost on 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 this uh, this what happened with Manny. So let me let me kick it off by saying that just recently. On Sunday, February 5th, if my dates are correct, again, I'm a little out of whack this week. On Sunday, February 5th in the morning, um, Manny came into our bedroom and was telling me that he couldn't see, no pun intended, with this episode called The Unseen. There's a lot more to that. But I, I was just staring at him thinking, well, I was staring at you, Manny, thinking that you were lying and you're like, I cannot see, like, I'm being for real. And your left eye, you had it closed. You could only see through your right eye. And I, I didn't take him serious until he opened his left eye, and I can see that his eye was just, um, it was outward, right? It was going more towards the left. Yeah. And I was like, okay, something's not right. And then your balance started getting just out of whack, and then just everything started kind of going downhill from that. So please share with us um, what you went through, that morning yeah so crazy shit you know i'm sitting there and <laughs> watching tv and then all of a sudden it's uh everything's getting warped out of vision just like it's like cross-eyed you know mm-hmm. i'm sure everybody in, at one time or another has crossed their eyes just fooling around and all that stuff so uh, that's pretty much what was going on and uh and, and you know i was closing my eyes like okay what the hell you know this is gonna you know 
probably pass. You know, yeah. you know how I am. I'm kind of hold off, wait, let's wait it out, go go from there. A uh, couple of minutes went by and uh, nothing, nothing. It was just getting worse and everything. And so um, I try to get up and I try to make my way to our, our, our bedroom. And uh, I come come to find out my balance is off even mm. a little bit. So uh, I go in there and, I, and the first thing I tell you is like, I can't see. And then I remember saying, wait, hold on. I can see. I just can't see straight. Uh-huh. And. So, you know, then you, of course, you know, you, you freak out and you're, you know, you're all like, no, my love of my life and this. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, you got to make, you know, come on. <laughs> now we can laugh. There's be, a, yeah. Y'all, this episode, I don't know. I know for me, that no, you have know, to. the tears are going to come, but there's a lot of behind the scenes that happened in the hospital that <laughs> we were laughing. Only so, us. Only yeah. us. We'll get yeah. to that. Uh, so anyway, I... I, I tell you that and I'm you're right away. Let's go to the hospital and everything. And uh, I say, no, let's, let's, let's hold off. Let, let me, um, let me lay down a little bit for about 20 minutes. Let me close my eyes and just be at peace because I was in the living room with our son and he's a crazy little maniac and he wasn't letting me close my eyes and be in <laughs> peace. So I go 20 minutes pass. I open my eyes and same thing. And in those 20 minutes, um, I was getting ready. I said, you know what? Let me get ready. We're going to leave. We're going to go to the hospital. Um, whether it goes away or not, the main thing that I started seeing more is that he couldn't he couldn't keep his balance. So when he sat up on the bed, I said, or laid down, excuse me, I said, you know what? Um, let me just get ready and let, let me get prepared. So I started packing my bag and um, I didn't pack bag with clothes. I packed my bag with um, my laptop because I was like, if we're going to be in the hospital, we don't know how long. Again, the unseen, right? That we don't know what's what's going to happen. Um, I just need to be prepared to ha- take that with me so I can work from there, our, our businesses. And um, the other stuff that I packed was my Bible and my Bible study book because <laughs> I'm currently doing the Armor of God study right now. I, I need to keep myself busy. I didn't want my mind and that peace that I've been receiving this year to go away. So I started prepping that. 20 minutes passed by and I said, open your eyes because you majority of that time you kept your eyes closed church yeah. was going on online so i'm like perfect timing let me go ahead play church right now listen to it um i may probably have seen like okay just watch church for a little bit and it's like oh gosh you can't see so <laughs> just <laughs> listen to it 20 minutes pass by yeah and so 20 minutes pass by and i tell you okay let's go it's not getting any better um get up get dressed we go we head out and all the way over there have my eyes closed and everything because every time i open them it would hurt you know it was crazy that that they were hurting it was like my uh, left side was getting all pulled to to the outside i mean i could feel it so anyway so the left side of your face or my, just your the eye, eye the eye okay yeah so we're heading there and uh you know we get there and you know you check us in we sit down and then they call us and there you are guiding me, you know, like I'm blind and everything with my eyes closed. And so they do all that, the checks, whatever, when you first check in at the hospital and everything. And uh, well, when we were walking, when I parked and we we're walking towards the ER um, main entrance, I'm going to call this hospital hospital one because Manny ended up in a different hospital. So hospital one, when we're walking towards the main entrance of the hospital, I, I mean, you're a you're a you're not a big guy i guess i can say muscular guy like you're like 
how much do you weigh? 200 pounds? Yeah. I'm like 120 and I'm trying to hold on like to you so you don't fall because you're just, you're not able to walk correctly. Again, he was off balance. So when we're walking where I'm still cracking up jokes, right? I'm like, man, they're going to think, look at this, look at this drunk guy coming into Yeah, the, because yeah. at any point I wasn't freaking out. It's not like I was freaking out. I was over here like already like oh my god if i stay like this uh, what was the last vision of my wife that i had you yeah know, uh you know how fixed up and everything oh, so i was sweet. just you know just just running scenarios already yeah. i never at once freaked out i never said you know oh my god what is happening and this and that so that's why we, when you say we crack jokes i mean all through the whole thing pretty much yeah you know, because so. well manny has i i told him that he has been prepping me for this because this is the third time that something happens. In 2014, you had a collapsed lung. That one was the first time ever that you went to the hospital. So yeah. it was it, mentally and emotionally and then physically for you. But all around, that was extremely hard. Um, from that, four years later, in February of 2018, four years later, then you were back in the hospital for another surgery for your gallbladder. And so at that one, I wasn't as worried um, I, I think the worst, the first one was the worst one, but then this one being the third one, I was like, I was so at peace. I was so calm. Like I just said, let's just go in there and see what happens, what they tell us. Right. Don't freak out ahead of time. But then deep inside of me, I was like, Oh Lord, no, let it, let it not be something bad. Right. We just thought maybe your vision, maybe just something simple. Right. So we're there, we get to the hospital and they start asking me, a lot of questions like was he feeling a tingling sensation how was his left side they're asking a lot of questions and i'm like i know where they're heading to with these questions but i didn't want to tell you because i didn't want to assume anything until we've officially got like an answer from the doctor so we go to the back we get into a, a room in the in the er where they're hanging out and things start kind of getting a little wor- not kind of they do end up getting a little worse <laughs> You're talking away, but you're not realized that right. you're not making right. sense. Yeah. 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 Supposedly, you know, this is you, you, you know, uh, you start asking me questions and all of a sudden that, um, I'm slurring, I'm not making sense. I'm talking all kinds of gibberish. And to my knowledge, I'm, you know, I'm fine. I'm talking, but you're over here, you know, kind of freaking out and everything. And, uh, luckily the doctor was in there. And I don't know, it was about 1130. Yeah, 11. By the time it was 1130 in the morning, we had already this had already happened way earlier, but we had been in the hospital for an hour before the doctor came in. And um, I was like, do you realize like his speech? And she's just kind of looking and it like the way Manny is talking right now. No, y'all, he was not talking like that at all. He was like, for example, I don't know, like, um, I mean, if you guys heard me talk Spanish, it was worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. Manny's yeah. Spanish is very mucho. Like he, like, it's very <laughs> different. Yeah. So it's like saying, I will do my homework. Let's say you were trying to put that sentence together. Like homework. Will I do like that like his 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 words were just not coming together to make a complete sentence he was slurring very badly then the doctor comes in she's asking questions away and in in the meantime you're just there majority of the time that we were just there waiting for the doctor to come in your eyes were closed because your vision started getting worse right right when you were opening both eyes explain how that was and whenever you would close one eye how was the difference with that oh if i was using each eye individually i I would could see 
right, you know, straight. You know, it, it was okay. It was just when I was trying to use both of them at one time that for some reason my brain was telling my left eye, hey, don't worry about the right eye. Just do your own thing and everything. And um, what do you call it? Uh, again, lightheaded and everything. Um, but that's when you said that they, they called a code. So we're in there. The The doctor did put some eye drops on your left eye because, like I said, um, his eye was just, eyeball was just, like, going outward outward more and more and so when he manny would try to look at you straight like he, he was just cross-eyed right i know cross-eyed typically means that the eye is coming inward but in this case it's still called it cross-eyed with his eye going outward and so the doctor gave you some gotas that pusieron like some drops in your eye and they were just trying to check like okay let's try to see if this works all of a sudden all of a sudden y'all this is when it starts getting real and the doctor says something to the nurse. I don't know why, because in the meantime, while the nurse and the doctor were there, guess what I was praying? Anybody want to take a while? Guess what I was saying? I mean, I was praying. I was just there praying. I was listening to my music, and one of the songs that I was playing in there, majority of the time was um, Holy Spirit. And I was like, I just need this room, like the lyric said, to be filled in here with the Holy Spirit. I need to be at peace. I need to stay calm because we don't know what's going on. But I look up, I look at the nurse and she gives me like this look, like she's freaking out, right? And all of a sudden I just see um, a movement. And through the speakers, Mind you, I had already told Manny, hey, we're in room 3H. We have this thing or I have this thing with the number three. You know, you know, lucky and my blessed number, number three. I'm like, oh, we're in number 3H. Wow, like H for Hernandez. I'm sure it stands for hospital, but here I am trying to make something out of it. But in the speakers, all of a sudden they start saying, stroke alert room three, stroke alert room three. Three times they keep saying it, maybe even more. When I heard that, that's when I knew Manny's having a stroke. And I didn't want to look towards him because I didn't want, I, I didn't know if I was freaking out. I didn't know how, how my facial expression was. I didn't know what was going on. Like I was freaking out and then I wasn't. And you know, when you look at someone, you can tell a lot by their by their expressions, by their, by their facial expressions, you know? So I didn't want to look at you. And when I finally did, you still had your, your, your left eye closed. You're trying to see through your well, right yeah, eye. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, kind of get a little glimpse of what's going on. Barely. Because I'm, I'm sorry, because a doc, more doctors came in, the yeah. nurses came in, they're like, we'll be right back. We got to get him in the CT. And then I'm like, wait, what's going on? And yeah. I realized that the alert was obviously for you. Yeah. And you're just there smiling well, away. Yeah, because so what happened was is, you know, all this is going on and I'm barely able to see. And, you know, anybody who knows is when we say we're going to be there for somebody and, and we'll go all back, uh, you know, bend our back yeah. backwards or however that goes, <laughs> um, you know, and I'm there and I'm over here like, you know, still kind of dizzy, eyes closed, shut and everything. And I'm over here like, oh, man, poor guy, man. I. <laughs> I hope he makes it, man. Poor dude, man. Uh, you know, and, and I, I'm still, you know, I'm over here freaking like, calm. You know, oh, You're yeah, calm. I'm calm. And, you know, I, I hear that, you know, somebody's going through some stuff and I'm here. Stroke like, alert. Yeah, stroke alert. And I'm like, 
dude, poor dude, man. I hope he's all right. Uh, so anyway, I mean, that that's, you know, it just shows, you know, the kind of people we are. I yeah. mean, anybody who knows, knows, you know, the, there was also that. Uh, so anyway, they rolled me off and whatever those drops they put in my eyes, you know, totally freaking cleared me up. Uh, it's supposed to numb the the eyeball to run some exams on it, but I think it, it, it numbed the, the nerves and all that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why my vision came back too, you know? And uh, so, you know, I, I come back to the room and everything and, you know, I'm over here, start telling you now that I can see, I'm over here like, Hey, uh, okay. Well, uh, can, can, can you call Roundy? Roundy's one of our friends. Uh, oh yeah. my gosh. A- and yes. I'm over here worrying about like, dude, you know, I, 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 I told my boy that I was going to be there tomorrow, help him move some stuff and everything. And, you know, can, can you tell him that, uh, what do you call it? Uh, that I'm really sorry and all that. And, uh, you start telling me, I'm pretty sure he's going to be like, you know, don't worry about it and all that. But yet I'm over here when I commit to something, yes. I'm, you know, I'm there no matter what. I don't care uh, if I'm sick, if I have a fever and all that. Of course, if I can't see, it can't be much of a help. But, <laughs> you know, so but yeah, you know, so it was, yeah, it was crazy. Manny, like the whole time he kept bugging, like even before um, that alert came in, which is before the doctor came in, you're like, can you please contact Roundy and Roundy? um is one of the owners i'm gonna call him an owner manny we yeah, have this i got your back brother <laughs> um him and his wife our dear friend claudia and roundy they own vanidosa beauty we've had them in um an episode previously which actually they'll be coming back for another episode um so manny yes manny had already talked to roundy and they had a plan that monday the next day y'all were going to you were going to help him out with some stuff. Right. And you kept bugging me, call. I'm like, no, I'm not. No. Like, the last thing I wanted was to, hey, much love, Roundy. But, you know, he understands. Like, the last thing is, like, I'm going to contact, hey, man, he can't be there. Like, I needed to make sure that I knew what was going on with you because up until that point, we didn't know what was going on. And then I just, my mind was just everywhere. I was just more concerned about if you're okay, what's going to happen? Are you going to stay in the hospital? Uh, the kids at home trying to, make sure everything's situated at home. But Manny kept bugging and bugging, hey, call. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. Just worry about yourself right now. <laughs> so you get back in. Right. They bring you back in from the CT scan. They were supposed to do something else out there when you were in the CT scan. Um, They were supposed to, like, shoot me up with iodine? Iodine, iodine. Uh-huh. Uh, To check if there was any, like, clogs or anything like that. But um, they... Veins, right, at, in your veins, right, yeah. Right, at the last minute, they canceled that. Rolled me back to the room. Um, I was I was feeling gold golden. I was ready to go. I was like, okay, I'm out of this fuck. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm out of this place, man. I, I just wanted to get the hell out of there. I hate hospitals. So anybody that really knows me knows how I feel. And then I lost my little brother and my dad in a hospital. You know, uh, so don't really uh, have the best love for hospitals. But anyway, uh, so that happened, and uh, then they said you're gonna have to get a MRI, and uh, we're gonna have to ship you off to. I don't think they use ship, but <laughs> they said we're gonna have to send you via ambulance to hospital, hospital number, number two. two. Mm-hmm. And so you know we're waiting there again, and I'm over here thinking, man, I'm I'm good. Let's go. You know. But before that, yeah, in that time before you got transferred over um, to hospital number two. <sighs> You were not happy. I looked at you. You were pissed. You were like, again, you said you felt fine. You were able to see. I remember when they brought you back in 
you're looking at me like you're, you're like, I can see you. I can see you. And I'll never forget that because you were so happy. Like you had such a big smile. You're like, I can see you, honey. I can see you. I'm like, you can see me? Like, <laughs> what did y'all give him? And that's when we were told that you were having a minor stroke. Right. Correct. Yeah, that's and right. So I was like, whoa, okay. Todavía, como decimos en español, todavía no me caía el 20. Like, I still didn't, like, it didn't kick in. Like, I didn't really understand what was going on. I heard that those two words, minor stroke, but I was still not, like, I don't know. I, it, it, nothing was making sense at that time. Because when I see Manny, when we all saw Manny, the nurses and the doctor, he looked perfectly fine. But that is what the doctor said. Look, because I told her, he's pissed. He's not happy. He's going to go to hospital number two. And she looked at you. She's like, look, you can look fine and you may think you feel fine. But this that just happened, we need to get further testing. You're going to go get an MRI at hospital number two and more than likely you're going to get at more than likely you're not going to leave today because you will get admitted so her plan was send you over there get admitted let's run these tests in this brain of yours to see what is going on because they can only do so much with the ct scan and she said you're going to get transferred by um ambulance and then you kind of like look at me more like what the hell which i know in that moment you're not understanding why but you know now common sense you have to be in, in 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 the um in the ambulance because if I were to take you and something happened to you, like how am I supposed to help you out? Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. So my my part of that behind the scenes, while we're waiting there, the ambulance gets there. They they put you on the stretcher. You head out. They're like, okay, we'll meet you out there, hospital too. So this is what happens on my side because I don't know what happened in, in the ambulance. <laughs> I would tell them, please don't tell me because yeah, we haven't told each other. There's anything, some stuff. So, yeah. I yeah. said, man, this is, could be a good, a good uh, episode of the podcast. And I hope you guys are not like, really, you guys are using what happened to man. No, it's no, it's not it's, necessarily like to use it for our advantage or to use it. It's not to use it in a bad way. It's to speak of this that happened because I do have a point pertaining this for men right right, men i have something for you guys but just wait a brief moment so i'm walking out and they told me he's gonna go in an ambulance so i'm walking out with my bag with you know my laptop and my bible and all my stuff and i'm walking to my car and as i as i leave the the er entrance i look to my left and there's like a there's two policemen and they're standing in front of their like police suburban whatever it's called and I'm just staring at them and I feel like my body just gets so loose and I don't move and I'm just staring at them and they're walking towards me like ma'am ma'am and I just I'm just looking their way and I'm just frozen and they're like are you okay do you need any help And I'm like yeah like my husband's getting transferred to hospital number two um but they said he was gonna go in an ambulance he's going in that and when I said this this story to our daughter, the first thing she said, what? Did you think there was a coffin in there? And I'm like, wow, the jokes are coming in right away. Even um, Laura, our best friend, she said the same thing. She's like, was there a car there or something to take him already? I was like, no, y'all. I saw I started freaking, freaking out at that point because I saw a helicopter. Helicopter was like literally there ready to take off. So if you know when people get... Um, airlifted airlifted. there you go thank you um that's huge that's like a super duper emergency that's like life-threatening right there 
So, hello, here I am being told, go ahead, Lee, we'll meet you at hospital number two. And I come out and there's a freaking helicopter right there. And they're like, wait, oh, no, 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 no. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? They're like, no, ma'am, somebody was, um, somebody was brought here by helicopter. And I'm like, oh, okay, here I am thinking the doctors just lied to me. And whoever took you on a stretcher lied to me, telling me that you're going to go by ambulance and the helicopter is here for you. I still didn't believe them because I sat in my car. I was there. I was like, I'm not leaving until the helicopter <laughs> takes off. I did see an empty stretcher. Then they took off. I was like, okay, now I can leave. Yeah. So I head on over to hospital too. Yeah. You're way ahead of me. Yeah, you're way ahead of yeah. me. Well, I don't know if I was ahead of you, but meanwhile, I'm getting rolled through the back yeah. where the ambulance and there's you know construction going on in this oh, you know, at this hospital. Yeah. Uh, so I come out the 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 back and you know I mean. Let's. It's a serious situation. Yeah. You know, it's a serious. I mean, uh, you know, they all took it. Of course, they all take it serious. Very. You know, the ambulance guys, everything. Um, so you know, and me, you know, me. I'm I'm always breaking you know jokes and stuff like that. So as soon as they roll me out, uh, there's like no cars around. It's just ambulance in the backside, uh, and then there's a dumpster, a big old industrial dumpster, right? <laughs> like one of those big old ones that you oh throw a whole bunch gosh. of shit in there. Oh gosh. And. Uh, you know, I look in there and I'm like, so if I wouldn't have made it, you're just going to dump me in there? And then, no, you yeah, didn't. I tell, I tell them, you know, <laughs> I was like, uh, so this is the side that you guys come out and try to rush me to the other one. And if I didn't make it, you were just going you know, to just toss me over. It was funnier in my head at the moment. So what did they but say? They, chuck, they chuckled. Oh, yeah, oh, they okay. chuckled. I know, you know, they're not supposed to, but, you know, and, you know, I got along with them. We had a good conversation going to uh, hospital too. Uh, well, you're nervous in the in the ambulance. No, because as soon as I did that and I saw that they chuckled, we just started like you know talking and making fun. And you know, I told them the story about the the code going off and me over here with the uh, poor oh, guy, man, poor, poor guy, guy, man. Hope he hope he makes it, <laughs> man. You know. So, uh, but yeah, no, we got over there and uh, rolled me in, checked me in. Uh, man, I sound like luggage. <laughs> rolled me <laughs> in, checked check me, me in. in. So anyway, they do that, and uh, right when they're putting me in the sec- in the ER room, uh, I start get- getting it again. You know, the vision, I started getting it again, um, you know, and um, it, it, luckily when I got there, the main doctor in the ER came. She was checking me, and she wanted me to get up and, and check the balance, and I'm like, I'm telling you right now. Uh, my balance isn't going to be very good because uh-huh. it's starting up again. I go, I see everything already like twisted and warped and everything. And uh, so she said, okay, but I still need to see you try to see, you know, how bad it is. Um, and then so, you know, I did the, all the tests that she did. Uh, and I go, you see my eye? You see my eye? She's like, yes, yes, yes. See, see the eye. And mm-hmm. so I lay back down and that, that was it. You know, just when you got there, it was already going away again. A little bit. Yeah. I saw yeah. that you're like, so it's it wasn't as again. intense, but yeah, it, it did happen a second time. Right. Let's say like from a one to 10, the first time, like all, all of that, that he got, like it was extremely out of 10. Yeah. At hospital too. I got there a couple minutes later and it was happening, but it was more like at about a three. Out of three, a three, three it, four. Wasn't, it, it didn't last as long. And but this time it went away on its right, own. Right. So it was so like confusing, like what is going on? Again, we understand. Okay. We know what was going on. Manny had a minor stroke. Got it. Okay. I guess my, the correct terminology to use is 
Why is this happening? What is causing it, right? Yeah. So we have like an eye doctor come in. He's checking everything and he tells you that you're, he's going to clear you because he is looking and has all these machines. And um, he's like, I'm going to clear you from my side. I don't see anything. However, here we go, y'all. Y'all get ready because this is where I start getting really mad. Not at this part, but following. He says, the neurologist is going to come in. He's the one that's going to check and do further testing of your brain. And they're going to take it from there. But for me, with your eyes, you're you're good. Okay, we're like, okay, cool. It's nothing with his eyes. He's like, but we really need to get into the brain. Got it. Cool. We're waiting. Um, and then you're like, go, go go eat. And I was like, okay, at that, at that moment, I was able to kind of like relax because in the first, in the first hospital, not that I was tense or anything, but it was more like, I just want to get some answers. What's going to happen? Is he going to get admitted? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Once we're in the second hospital and the eye doctor came and we're just waiting for the neurologist to go get the MRI you were like, hey, we're here. I'm like, okay, cool, we're here. We're going to get admitted. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to find out. You're like, go eat. So I go eat, and um, I came back joking with you, telling me, man, that man, that was the best sandwich ever. Y'all know hospital food is like, it's not the best, and it's freaking expensive. But I wasn't hungry, but I, I, you know, I know I had to eat, right? By this time, it was already, what, 2 o'clock. So I go eat. I find this is the part that I didn't tell you, right? Because I don't want to come back to the room to tell you about this part and, and have you worry or just because you're like, go eat, go eat. I was like, no, just wait, bear with me. We, we, I got this. Let me just figure things out. Let me find out what's going to happen. So I sit down to eat and I was just like, again, you know, I start praying. I'm like, Lord, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, don't know what's in store for us, but whatever it is, like, I'm going to trust you. Like, I trust you with my husband again. Like, it's in your hands. You have this. So I take a bite of my sandwich, my delicious, not really expensive sandwich. I'm eating, and I'm still not at ease. I still feel like a big weight on my shoulder. So right away, I was like, I need to I need to pray or I need to listen to music. And the number one song that came to my mind, not knowing what was going to happen, is Praise You in the Storm by Casting Crowns. We love Casting Crowns. So I start listening and I play Praise You in the Storm. And that was just it for me. I, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I was like, no matter what, I'm going to praise you regardless of whatever storm comes our way. I'm going to trust you. My husband is in your hands. There's only so much I could do other than to be here, support, care, and love him. And I'm listening to that song. And if, oh, if y'all have not listened to it, y'all, I suggest y'all do. It's an old, old song. I listen to it and I put my hands on my face and in the middle of the cafeteria, I start bawling. I just lose Come on, it. the food's not that bad. <laughs> and I just start crying. Me dio un sentimiento muy grande. I ended up grabbing my food and I go outside of the hospital and I found this little bench, which next time, if well, we do have to go to that hospital again, I'll t- show you exactly, honey, where I was sitting down. And I was just there eating and listening and... I know this is going to sound kind of weird, y'all, but as I'm still listening to the song and I'm eating, like a whiff of air, like it just comes my way. 
Okay, some people are going to be like, okay, Jazzy, I'm sure it was a windy day. Okay, <laughs> listen, you believe it was a windy day. I'm going to take this in as my faith. And I just get so calm and so relaxed. And I'm just like, shake it off, shake it off. Stop crying. Get strong. You got this. You can do this. Get back up there and figure out what's going on. So I shake it off. I get in the room and I was like, man, I really hope Manny doesn't see that I'm crying because then he's going to be like, what's going on? And this is about him. I got to focus on him. Then that's when the neurologist comes. By then you were feeling a whole lot better. Um, the neurologist comes and from then on, oh man, I get so effing pissed. He just tells you overall that they have checked all the boxes and that he doesn't see a reason to admit you. You were okay with it. Hell yeah. Because you didn't want to be in the hospital. No. <laughs> and I'm just looking at him like, wait, what? I was so confused. He's like, but let me talk to the staff. Let me talk to everybody else that's working on this. Just make sure we're on the same page. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm telling you, Manny, you need to get admitted. And you're like, no, like this, this is not going to happen. I'm like, it does. It's not that I want you a fuerzas. Like I'm forcing you like stay. I need to, I need something to be found because something is wrong. Maybe nothing. Maybe we wouldn't have gone and answer of what happened or, or what triggered it. However, you needed that MRI. And he comes back again, and I try again and again, probably like three times. And at the end of the day, he fucking says, no, you're going to get discharged. You're going to go home. His exact words were, if we admit him, it will take from 16 hours up to two days for him to get an MRI and for us to get results. And I stare at him, and I'm like, Okay, and then he has, I don't know what the word is, but he has the guts to freaking ask, well, do y'all have any insurance? Real talk, y'all, I was like, what the fuck does it matter if we have insurance or not? You cannot deny anybody. No, you can't do that. Yes, we do have insurance. Yes, we do. But you know what I mean? Like, what kind of doctor or neurologist says that? Like, oh, y'all, I was... Is and you kept trying to calm me down, calm down, calm down. I'm just like, no, that's not right. I was gonna try again, like, no, I don't care what you say. I need him to get admitted. He needs this MRI. That is the reason he got transferred to hospital too. Like, you need to do this. And you tell me, you look at me, you're like, no, honey, don't worry. You're so calm. You're like, I don't want to stay because what if they do something to me, or what if they like purposely push my um, MRI? to get scheduled later and later. Like, what if they purposely do something? And once I see Manny, like, he was just so like, just don't do this, please. And I saw that he was, he was, not that he was giving up. It's just like, he was kind of concerned now, like, don't do this. It, you know, because we don't know. What if they would have done something in purpose, right? That's when I said, all right, fine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say nothing. But I was effing pissed. I, I just, I lost my shit. Okay. Let's move forward. All right. And then we go home and then uh, happily ever after. No, not happily ever after. After that, um, in that process of you right there being told that you weren't going to get admitted, how did you feel? Like, were you just happy because I don't want to be in the hospital? Did you not really understand how important it was for you to get an MRI or what? No, no. Because, it, it, like, every, I mean, through the whole thing, I mean, I never... I don't know. I don't try to take. I know it's serious, and people will say you got to take it serious. 
um, that's not who I am. You know, I, I, like you said, you know, I, I, I put myself in, in my life in God's hands and whatever happens, happens. And if this was how it was supposed to go down, this is the way it goes down. Um, you know, I don't, you know, uh, at the end of it all, I guess it comes down to what everybody was kind of suggesting or saying uh, through the whole thing and all that is that uh, it was going to be stress. That stress mm-hmm. might be the culprit. And, uh, you know, that's when uh, well, after we got home and we started, you know, talking a little bit, um, you know, it, it, it's something that I used to. Uh, I used to take for not granted, but I, w- I was always like, go, 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 you know, and that, and we used not granted, but we used to say, this is our lifestyle. This yeah. is the way we are, you know, we'd known no other way, but to like, you know, get up from morning till midnight, one o'clock in the morning and just hustle and do and try to, you know, get everything done a- as soon as possible. And, um, I'm running back and forth and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm going over there and coming over here uh to where i think it it finally caught up and not to mention on top of everything we do our businesses we uh you know now we we coach our uh you know i'm the head coach and your team mom of our our three-year-old you know yeah. and on top of that you know you multiply that by 12 uh you know it, it gets pretty yeah 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 so um it, it's one of those things that you know i've always used to look back on how blessed or how much we have going on you know, um, but it's this, you know, the reason why we said, you know what, let's let's talk about it on air and all that stuff. It's because, you know, um, I started looking back and um, it's our mind, our mind, because every every time we were there, it's like, oh, it, it, it's, it's a brain. The brain causes a stroke or, you know, what have you. And, you know, I started thinking since since Sunday, Monday, you know, I've taken it easy uh, Tuesday, I took it easy, um, you know, Wednesday and so on. Just just easy. I, I've never done this before. And I, I put my mind at ease. I wasn't thinking of stuff. I just just chilled, put myself in a, in a, in a mode that um, I've never done before. And I never have been so relaxed. I was always tense. I was always trying to do so much in one day. Um and that's, I guess, out of all this is the one thing that I wanted to to, to tell people, that it, it's okay to slow down. I know everybody, you know, you got all these big entrepreneurs and all that telling you 24-7 hustle and seven days a week and, you know, all this. And, and you know, maybe they do. But be, being in that situation, um, it's okay. It's okay to slow down. It's okay to... Uh, take it easy. Not everything has to be business, 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 or, you know. Um, dad life, dad yeah, life, mom life, yeah. work, 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 work. You got to have time for yourself. I mean, I, you know, the other day uh, I went out about grocery shopping. I went grocery shopping by myself, you know, just by myself, you know, with nobody just I've never spent so much time in a freaking uh, grocery store, <laughs> you know, and I'm there and I've seen stuff down the aisles that I've never seen in my life because every time I used to go, I used to be rushing. Just yeah. go, boom, 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 boom. Let's get out of there. Uh, and, and I know it sounds silly, but it's it's one of those things that if you do slow down, can you imagine how much other stuff 
you can take in, you know, just by slowing down. It doesn't have to be every day or I'm not telling everybody just slow down your lifestyle or who you are. You know, we still all want to hustle. We still all want to make it. You know, we're chasing the dream and all that uh, uh, of being better um, than our parents, you know, and uh, and. Yeah, it's it's just crazy how how what I've gotten out of this. It's just to slow down and take in those things that, you know, you could take for granted. Like for me this time around was my vision, you know. Uh now I get up and I go to our back door and I stand there for a couple of minutes and just 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 look out to where before I, I just get up and go. It's those small things that Absolutely. Every time something big happens, we don't realize the small things, how important those are. Those small things are actually very big and meaningful. I I do want to say, I was just talking to one of our friends, messaging, excuse me, that it's very important for men to speak up, y'all, to share with each other. There's this, you know, man, um, they don't speak up of their feelings and y'all hold it in and Again, we don't know what caused this with Manny. By the way, he does have an MRI, so just please have him in, in your all's prayers until then. It's going to be a whole month later after this happened. Not which 16 is, hours, but... Not 16 hours, <laughs> yeah. But whatever, it's done. He wasn't admitted, and now we have a whole MRI scheduled for, for next month. But whether it was stress or whatever the reason is, I know with you in particular, part of your stress, you said, man, I need to kind of be you know, take it back. You don't even realize when you're stressed, but also sometimes a lot of stuff accumulate within you guys. Women were so easy to call a friend and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm going through this and just kind of vent out. Right. Men don't really do that. I mean, I'm sure some of y'all do, but come on majority. Y'all don't. Right. You definitely right. don't. Yeah. To other sure. men. Right. For sure. So why not? Why not make that, uh, uh, um, why not make that normal? Why not make that an okay thing for you to call your friend and be like, Hey bro, I'm going through this. Can we talk? I, you know, and, and and I know you can do this, Manny, because, man, the the circle that we have and the men that are in, are in our circle, the ones that I, I say circle that are part of our, our family, our friends that have turned into family, you have a handful. Yeah. You are just yeah. overwhelmed, overwhelmed with so many blessed men, amazing men in your life. So you guys, like, men, do not take that for granted speak up you know you may think it's dumb but no like it's not a dumb thing vent out talk to your yeah, guy but you, got, you got to think about it this way a, a lot of people a lot of guys out there uh don't you know and and a lot of times uh you know uh I, i've had people you know confide in me and come and Correct. talk to me all the time i mean um and they've told me you know i, I come to you because you tell me what i need to hear hear not what i want to hear um and, and, you know, a, a lot of them have told me, you know, I went to, you know, a friend of mine and, you know, he wanted to go drink and, you know, uh, everything I spilled to him and talked to him, he just kind of would just say, yeah, you, yeah, you know, nah, nah, you, you don't have to deal with that yeah. and all that. Uh, so I think it's more like I, I was getting into earlier uh, uh, that our brain is it's all it knows is patterns, you know, the pattern of hustling all the time. The, the pattern of, you know, not being, uh, you know, if, if our dads weren't good dads, you know, so that, you know, we take that in, you know, and it trickles down. Um, so I think, I think it's one of those things that a lot of guys have gone through a lot of so-called friends and they're kind of like, no, why, why should I tell this dude 
you know, my situation and all that, when all he ever does is just say, you know, don't worry about it, you're going to get over it. I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to. So it's very hard for, for guys. For females, it's a little easier. It's why you guys all go in groups of five to the restroom, you know? <laughs> uh, you don't see guys doing that. I mean, you, you do that and, you, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a whole new story there, yeah. So, But, yeah, it, it's more kind of like just just the way it is, you know? Is there anything else, this unseen situation? I say, We say unseen because we just obviously never expected it. We didn't see this coming our way and many other things in life later on that we definitely don't see coming our way. But is there anything else that you have been learning from this aside from taking it slow? Or what stage of red are you in, rebuild, evolve, or destroy? Oh, right. I mean, it's, it's totally destroy. It's totally destroy. Um, reason I say that is because again, even though I'm not going to let it slow me down, the situation, um, it, it has shown me how to kind of like, I guess more of, uh, I don't want to say time management, but more balance, balance, balance. yeah, balance, balance. more balance. of a little bit more balance. Um, and just uh, take time for myself. You know, I think that's a lot for many, many years, you know, it's not like, uh, it's everybody else do for everybody else and this and that and go over here and doing that. And even when I'm a little spare time, you know, go over here and, and, and do something. Uh, I don't know. And I need to learn how to say, Hey, no, uh, I need to slow down. Uh, that's my, my time right there. Um, but pretty much it's just like, uh, stress is a, Stress is a horrible demon, man. I mean, like I said, you you don't know you're going through it until you've been through something like this that causes you to end up in the hospital. And uh, what do you call it? After you kind of, it's kind of weird, but, you know, I, I, I know the difference now between non-stressing and stressing, if that makes sense. But um, other than that, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I just wanted to, you know, talk a little bit about all that. And this is why, like I said, we, we decided to do this because, you know, some of the pointers that you have, um, what you got from this situation and, you know, what I got from the situation as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's just for us a whole lot us together as a as a couple and as a family with our daughter that we just continue to have faith and, and come together and be strong and get through everything that comes our way. I do want to give, it's a whole list, but just in general, the people that um, have been there for us, my mind was going everywhere. I couldn't <laughs> message everyone um, at, at once. I just, everybody was coming through my mind at certain times. And again, I was just folk, so focused, obviously on my husband, but I was also, uh, um, I was also focused on my children. And again, I, I joked around in the beginning that you have prepped me for this, but the first thing was to make sure that the kids were taken care of. And, you know, shout out to my go-to, our go-to, Laura and Jaime. We've been friends with them for about 12 years now. And I just know that the first thing I have to do is contact her to make sure that my kids are taken care of so I can just have that off my shoulders while I deal with everything else. And, you know, um, and everything else. When I, Once I messaged Claudia with, with Roundy, you know, I was like, okay, Manny can't go with you to help you guys out tomorrow. And then everybody else just started coming to mind. I still, there's some people that I never reached out to because again, there was just a, a lot going on that I, I had to, I had to do. But I do want to thank, you know, uh, the prayers and just being there for Manny and for me and just 
being ready like if anything did happen even if we didn't know what was going to be um coming out of this just them just so so just how can i say very attentive man t-ball that manny mentioned has brought some amazing people in our life and our t-ball family shout out to those three couples y'all know who you are we call ourselves the og crew and even them you know oh man it was just you said something that i never want to hear but i i do need to understand it more and more coming from you is that you said if i'm if something ever happens to me and i'm gone that you're at peace that you know that myself and the kids are in good hands yeah yeah. And that doesn't that doesn't leave off, you know, uh, your two older boys, Junior and Matt. Not that we're not saying we don't care for them, but it, it, Manny refers more to the younger ones who we have at home. And, you know, you're the boys. That's obviously that that right there held me together, that I'm in contact with them and telling them, hey, this is happening to y'all's pops. And, oh, man, it was just so like family is everything, y'all. Whether your friends become your family, man, at the end of the day, family is you're your number one and I and if you don't have that family I hope that you find it within friends because that's what definitely held us and helped us get through all of this um you know shout out to my my sis out in and Kelly and my best friend that even though they're not here man Manny you have so many people praying and loving for you in California you know how my aunt dearly loves you and they just care so much whether you are going through this or not we just know that Man, we have just a big tribe. We have a lot of people. And as much as we love and care and do for others, man, it feels good to know that people are there for us as well. Yeah. Um, last but not least, man, hands down to our daughter. She, Alexandra. She held it down. Held it down. Yep. Mama, you are the most <laughs> incredible daughter ever. I know you're going to be listening to this episode we could not do it without you mm -mm. y'all she is an 18 year old girl who oof, she is a mini me because she holds it down the way i used to hold it down in my household with my siblings that is how she is with her brother without her y'all i think we would fall apart in many ways because mm -hmm. she may be young 18 but her heart and her mind are much older you are a dream you are I always say you're the best daughter ever. I said not better than me because I was the best daughter <laughs> to my parents, but you're the best daughter because you're just an incredible, incredible blessing to us. You know, you guys, I really do hope that you take into consideration what Manny said about stress. Yes, we may not know if that is actual cause, but that is something that he has changed in his lifestyle and being on the go, go, go. You know, we need to trust and, and just take it easy in the unseen because we don't want it to for us to be overwhelmed. I did have um, a quote that I had I came across about the unseen and the unknown, and it says to never be afraid to trust the unseen and the unknown future to a known God. If you have faith, remember to always trust in Him and pour everything to Him because no matter what, even in the unseen, He is working behind the scenes. I appreciate appreciate every single one of y'all for for tuning in. Next episode, we're going to take a couple weeks off. We're going to regroup, make sure that Manny's still taking it easy before he goes back <laughs> on his schedule and being on on the go go go, but on a slower pace and. And I just, I just pray for continuous health. So my birthday wish, yes, my birthday prayer yeah. is for your health. Right on. 
this new birth year, I need you. Red <laughs> needs you. Without you, there is no red. Peace, love, God bless. We are out.